Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Delegis. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Gerin Kelsey, High Elf Bladesinger. Heavenlit, the fire-kindled, wandering flameosifer. So, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I, I can cover that one. So, we finished our fight with the Red, uh, the red Soldiers by the altar. We met a guy at the altar who we, at one point, decided to let go and decided we shouldn't let him go, so we brought him back. Zalara got entombed in vines and became a druid. As you do. Uh, yeah, it's standard stuff. Uh, we let our prisoner, uh, the, the guy we rescued, go. Then we cha uh, Garen changed his mind, said we shouldn't. So Zalara wrapped the horse up in vines. He's now currently sleeping it off whilst being manacled to our carriage <laughs> or cart. We got three guys in a cage, and we're having me and my uh, Hibernite and Margraine had an argument over why Margraine's been going all Dulali recently, <laughs> and it came to a heated argument where it ended with Hibernite not really believing, but believing the uh, the wordplay that was going on. I think okay. that catches us up. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, all right, so you guys rest up over the night. Nothing happens. Um, you make it through the night without really any concerns. And um, you're all healed up. You got all your spells, your new seventh level stuff. And it's the next day. You still see the three soldiers of Murad Hall stand, or you're tied up in the cage on the back of the cart. And, of course, Kel is manacled to the wheel of that, that carriage. So, what you doing? Um, I'm going to walk over to Kel gonna take his his uh thing out of his mouth his gag um morning <laughs> good morning morning uh you thirsty would you like some water or something something to eat kind of begrudgingly shakes his head okay i'll, I'll give him some food and water yeah. um things have become a little bit complicated please don't so, kill me please don't uh, kill i have me. I've got a no intention of now. killing please don't you kill me. i i i give you my word i will not kill you don't uh, let them kill me either. So I can't speak for them, <laughs> but if it he comes down, crying. if it comes down to it, I will. I will not let them kill you. He just—he's uh, crying. Can can you can you tell me what have you been? Uh, what have you been told? About what do what? you believe? Uh, I, I believe. What, what do you mean? I was just trying to get to Wrighton. We were just trying mm -hmm. to protect my family and our village. What? Yeah. What so, do you mean? So you. I'm just gonna gonna come clean with you. Um, your duke, Duke Normier, he has pledged allegiance to some pretty deranged individuals. Uh, the 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 Red Hand are are just wrong. They are. Yeah, yeah, they're just wrong. Yeah. Can I? Is he speaking bullshit? Can I insight? Yeah, try go ahead, insight. Uh, fourteen. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he's definitely. He's clearly just agreeing with you to tell you what you want to hear, so you'll let him go. Okay. Um. So so here's the deal, right? Um. I I can't today change your mind, but I I am paladin of Saint Allegis, so I hope eventually I will. But I, I will say I will say I saw Elal die. We killed him. 
Not, not the church, not anybody, but my friends and I killed the law. And you see his eyes just kind of get, his eyes just get really wide and his face crinkles up. And you can tell he's extra terrified of you at this point. And he's just shrieking back, shrinking back as much as he can while being manacled to a carriage wheel. Um, I'll, I'll. I'll reach into um in, in, into my pack and I'll take out one of the the little like the gauntlets off of his armor. This is the armor he wore. The rest of it I broke down and made into a necklace for my friend because he <laughs> burned all of hers. Just because somebody comes back doesn't mean they're right. I've died before. That doesn't make me special. They've all died before. It doesn't make any of us special. And you can see at this point Kel is just uncontrollably shaking. Yeah, terrifying horror. the poor man. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. That's that's good. That's good. Um, um, while they're talking and I'm further away, not really in line of sight, I would like to message that guy. Oh, jeez. Okay. Do you still wish to join us, cousin? Yeah, I'm trying to see if he was volunteering sort of thing. He just looks around and just kind of, hey, Margraine, you, you're not sure what's going on, but he looks around and then just sinks his head and closes his eyes, tears coming out, snot coming down his nose, and he just shakes even more so. It's okay. No harm will come to you. Uh, Theos protects all of us. I'll, I'll put his gag back in his mouth and I'll walk away. So the situation is there are, there was the young girl scribe who ran into the cave you guys have tied up three of her soldiers. You've tied up this one soldier from that town, um, that that refugee on the road, and oh my god, we're terror we're terrorizing refugees. I just and, um, he's a soldier now, he's not a refugee. Now, um, what are you doing? I mean, wh- we're going to go kill a little girl, or at least I attempt am. to. Yep. So- that's you, our next step. That's the church I know. I, I still haven't told you guys what she said to me back in the fight. I just remember that. I haven't told anyone that yet. That's okay. I, she uh, called my books her, her brothers. Your books are... Yeah, uh, uh, the um, ribcage candy we oh, yeah. get from the different bad guys. Yes, we did not talk about that. Um, it's I, a fascinating read. I'll get one out and give it to Garen. I will read it. <laughs> oh, actually, I'll read that. Um... <laughs> Can I read that on my like rest? Because I only have four hours of sleep. So I, you, you can't read it though. It's written in Infernal. Oh, oh yeah, you can't. It, oh, it's an interesting okay. read that you won't be able to understand. But it's 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 pretty much all the shit they do. But yeah, long long story short, Garen, um, if you see any of the, the 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 red demons manifesting, say magical abilities like yourself or Hibonite, and I guess the Lara now, um. That uh, yeah. if if you kill one, please open up their chest because they've got a book inside. <laughs> and, so I guess the question is, how did you figure that one out? Uh, yeah, you never so, did tell me. So so um, we managed to kill one in spectacular fashion, and there was a book inside. Um, Can I imagine a pinata to find out if he's telling the truth? No, yeah. that's true. That seems I mean, very very weird. <laughs> No, I know it's sure, true, fair. but I rolled a seven. So. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to persuade you. No, I, I don't know if you have to persuade me. Just okay. I mean, you know, since it is true, and I mean, uh, uh, you decide how you want to respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Garen okay. Would, oh, okay. Would he be suspicious or would he not? And that's you know, it doesn't seem plausible to be honest that someone has a book in their chest. But I did see it. Yeah, he saw know. me just, take a book out of a man's yeah. chest. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, about how he came about originally discovering that. So. Yeah. Um, but yes. So yeah, we got we got into a fight where they were. Um, it was the first time we actually ever encountered the red demons. It was back only about three months ago. 
Um, there was a ritual actually just like you saw before. There was a man with a, a black dagger above another person and people were turning into demons. Um, one of them had magic and um, it was a fantastic swing. It really was. It really, <laughs> it, it, it really connected. It burst open his chest and there was literally a book in there. It was really weird and confusing. Uh, From what I can tell, that is not weird. In comparison <laughs> to well, this I, last night, <laughs> I think it is still <laughs> but, weird, right? But, it's weird. Um, I'm just but saying. But everything's weird. Book and ribs, not so weird as a woman having roots form inside of her. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe it is as weird, just different weird. Yeah. I, I, I just, <laughs> I just, you know, chalk, chalk it all down to to magic things. Mm, Lots of weird stuff happens when magic's involved. It's very true. Very true. Yeah, we, we, we saw like a half person, half not person thing. That was it's weird. true. And, you know, Mother Caldona was doing all sorts of weird stuff with magic. It's just, you know. Hmm. I would like to visit her one day. You don't uh, I would her. not. I got in we real know. big trouble when we tried to kill her last time. We live in a fucked up world. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Um, But perhaps we should find this little girl yes. and kill her. Well, I think we're agreed She's, on that. Could we at least refer to her as the little demon or something? The how about we, demon girl. How about we refer to her as a scribe? There. She is yeah. a scribe, right? The scribe. Oh. Let's go kill the scribe. Possibly. There. She's very different to the rest of the scribes. Her dress web is very different and much nicer. Level Whatever two it makes you feel better when you sleep at night. We can call her what you want. <laughs> I don't technically sleep, so yeah, we're fine. <laughs> All right, so what are you guys doing? Um, We're going to hide down and murder a small child. And be like, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Stay. And he just starts crying. <laughs> That's not needed. You don't need to scare the poor man. Oh, my God. Perhaps I do. So tempted to let him go. Oh, God. I wanted to let him go. I wanted to. I am sorry. Like I so said, I did Solara, not think it through. As far as Solara understands, we're keeping him because he's potentially going to run back to um, Duke Normir and tell him that we're here and that we're super powerful and that he's going to potentially come after us because we are super powerful wizard folk and church people that uh, need to be taken out because he likes the red hand. Uh-huh. Well, now we're keeping him because... I thought that way and made it far, far worse. <laughs> and if we let him go, then that's guaranteed to happen. So, so what's oh, yeah, the thing with him then? I don't think he can leave us anymore. No, so we have to let him go. We're going to keep him forever? Like, uh, well, keep he goes is not off, the word I was thinking. <laughs> indentured servitude does work, but death is probably nicer for him. How about what, Fair. Uh, Kim? Okay, so we are heading toward um, Duke Normare's castle, right? No, Aware? we're heading Alex? towards... Well, in the general direction. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but we're going into the crypt right now, or the barrel. I'm saying further down the line, our right. ultimate yeah. objective is yeah. to go to Aoware first yeah kind of your, on our way out you could if you wanted to that would be this, your, your okay, ultimate so. objective is to get to the devil's claw and defeat marat hall so if we can't let him go because he's going to bring back p- 
people to us that we can't fight. We don't want to fight right now. Yeah, maybe we can, we just can kick take... him off the back of the slave cart when we get close to the town, and then continue on our merry way. Right? I was gonna say escort him at least into town, but okay. Yeah. However you want to put that, and then they won't be coming directly to us, and we don't have to worry about. Well, they'll still know about us, but. Maybe that would be better. I think this is an after we survive the whole situation, right? We Fair. after after we go and try and kill a little girl, we figure out what we're gonna do with our now prisoner, <laughs> right? Like, and if we uh, don't uh, survive, he dies because he's tied to the wagon. Okay, cool. Let's go. Starve to death. Yeah. If you ask it's for much the key, better, I'll give it to you. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 So let's go in, I guess. Okay, cool. Margraine will lead. Do we want to check out the um, sarcophagus? sarcophagus? No, like I don't want to open that. Okay. Not at all do I want no. to open a sarcophagus. We, we don't have great track history of sarcophaguses, do we? No, I don't. I do not want to know what's there. inside. Okay. There could be great stuff in there. Like, literally, the, the, the solution to all our problems could be in that sarcophagus. <laughs> Just Mark history has shown me opening. opening it is a bad idea. Okay, just asking. You can, but I don't want to. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm torn on, yeah. Because, yeah, last time I think I saw a sarcophagus opening, it was Marat Hall. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's I'm good. Okay, okay. Yeah. To the hole. To the hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys make it back into the tunnel. As I said, it goes down um, a little bit. You find yourself walking a ways. One thing you'll notice, it seems strange, is that this seems, this hole seems like perfectly bored out. Uh, well, not perfectly, but very well bored out. Uh, Margarine, it doesn't look like the natural formation of a cave. You would know that just from being a dwarf, or, you know, sort of dwarf. Um, you called him a dwarf. Right. <laughs> Growing up around dwarfs. Growing up a dwarf. Um, and Zalara, you would just know that now, too. It doesn't look oh, natural. Yeah. Um, you walk for quite a while, and then it's just a straight path. You end up seeing a green glow ahead of you off to your, to your right. Um, as you get closer to it, you do see that it seems to be some kind of pool of water. It's, it's perfectly clear except for some green algae that's kind of glowing in the bottom of it. You do notice that there are a few different tracks you could take off to your left. Um, it does fork in the road there, so you can choose which way you want to go. If you want to, whatever you want to do. Um, there's one, like I said, there's a fork off to the right, one off to the left, and um, I don't trust this water, guys. It's glowing. Would I? <laughs> would it be normal for me to know if that's natural or not? Since I don't know cave. Yeah, give me a nature roll. Fifteen. Okay. Um, it, it, as far as you know, it does seem like it could be natural, just some natural algae right there. Hmm. Is it pretty far down? Could I like put my hand in like the edge and touch some? Yeah, you certainly could. Okay. I'd like to investigate, I guess. All right. You reach over and touch it. And as you do, the algae shoots off and it all comes together and forms a sort of humanoid shape that comes up out of the water. And I'm going to go yeah. ahead and say, give me an initiative roll. That's what I thought. What's the chances it's friendly and just wants to talk? Right. Right. That's <laughs> the wrong, wrong type of campaign. 17. 16. 16. And I got a 17. Okay. I now speak Sylvain. Can I try to talk to it? Yeah. Uh, we mean you no harm. Okay. Um, you say that and it says, intruder must comply. Ah, crap. 
<laughs> so much for that. It doesn't like us, guys. We're in trouble. All right, it's your turn. Okay, so giant algae thing. It's in the water still, or is it like standing up on the ledge or something? It's in the water. Mm, how deep is the pond? Um, you're guessing, but you're going to say that it's probably 10 feet deep, mm-hmm. but you're really not sure. You can't tell. It's very clear, so it distorts how much... Um, how deep it is. Sure. How deep it is, yeah. Okie dokie. Let's... I guess we'll short bow for right now. That that's nothing. But um, an eight, I'm guessing, doesn't hit. Uh, eight does not hit. Does a twenty-one? Twenty-one hits for seven piercing. Okay. And I think um, I don't really know what else I should do. I don't really want to use a key point for anything, so I will just <laughs> step off to the side. I guess. Okay. Let's let somebody else have a go. All right, Margaret, it's your turn. So you see this um, glowing algae kind of come together, and uh, Zlara swings or shoots at it and misses, and then hits. Okay. Um, well, I will. I will run up and I'll I'll try and hit it. Okay. Uh, green flame blade. Uh, does a nineteen <laughs> hit it? Yeah, a nineteen hits it. Okay, for thirteen bludgeoning damage, plus okay. four fire damage, and then I'll swing at it again. Twenty. Uh, for seven bludgeoning damage. Okay, so that's a total of 20 plus damage, is that right? 21? Yes, 24. All right, so you do hit it. Garen, it's your turn. All right, I will cast Frostbite on it. It needs to make a con save DC 16. Okay. <laughs> All right, 14. If, what happens? All right, so it takes four cold damage, and it has disadvantage on its next attack. Oh, okay. Hibonite, your turn. Can't hear you, Ryan. Can't hear you. I'm going to... Firebolt it. Firebolt's not too bad. So, uh, does an 11 hit? <laughs> 11 does not. <laughs> That's him at night. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't want to wait until the fire is early. So. The fungi um, turns a bright red. Oh, boy. Seems to spread apart and then blasts out over all of you. Um, everybody give me a deck save. We're looking for DC 14. 20. Critical for 21. Nice. 19. Nine. Our fastest person. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So everyone who, uh, well, Zalara, who failed, you're going to take 21 points of damage. (laughs) Everyone else take 10. And then the fungi, as it's spread apart and turned this bright red color, shoots off down the two tunnels. And it's screaming, non-compliance, non-compliance. Hmm. And that's the well, end of combat. Well, we're fucked. <laughs> Suppose there's something special in the lake. <laughs> really clear water. Can we see anything at the bottom? Y- you can see ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, What do you want to do, guys? Uh, um, I'll choose one to go down. Is there any difference between the two tunnels? Uh, give me a nature check. Nature. 18. 17. You are better at nature than I am. Okay. You will notice that the one to the right seems to have a little bit more of the stalactite stalagmite um, formations. So you think it's more of a naturally formed cave. The one to the left is one that is very much like the uh, tunnel that you've been going down where it seems to have been kind of bored out, made in some way. Okay. Well, I guess if we're after the bad guys, probably the one that's not quite so natural looking is probably the way to go. Yeah, that seems that seems smart. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. 
You make your way down that tunnel. You, the echoing sounds of the fun, fungi alarm uh, seem to be going uh, off still. As we yes. walk, can I center myself and uh, regain my 18 hit points? Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, everyone give me a perception check. My best one. 17. So good. Nine. 19. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> okay. So you guys are making your way down the hall or down the tunnel. Like I said, it's, it's very dark and you seem to be going for quite a while. Um, you're not sure what direction you're going. You do know you're going at a slight gradation down, but you're not sure exactly where you are um, or how long it's really been. You have no sense of time without the sun, um, but you do know it's been quite a while. Uh, Garen and Hibonite, both of you will notice a... Um, Along the walls, as you come up to them, it looks like there are some humanoid fi- figures up against the wall, camouflaged into it. Ah. We should probably not just walk into what looks like it could be an ambush, guys. Indeed. What do you mean? How well, far sh- down are they? Um, they'd be three turns worth normal three movements. Turns. For Margraine mm. or for me? <laughs> for a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> So four for me, one for you. (laughs) (laughs) The the guys in the wall up there, camouflaged in. Do I see now that he's pointing it out? Um, Perhaps a well-placed fireball. Yeah, you're you're not really seeing it still. I'm I'm just a fireball. Try and catch as many as possible. A fireball? It's right about fire. Yeah, fireball. (laughs) It's right. Look for the explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go ahead and uh, cast fireball. Uh, That's a double. DC check. Right? DC 15 or take 27 fire damage. Okay. That's with three ones as well, down. <laughs> and I'm, as it's going down, the fireball, I'm going to cast flames on it real quick and make it look like it's um, a lion roaring. Oh, cool. That's new. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that, Hibonite. It's just my amazing power seeping through. <laughs> All right, so... Um, you hear some screams come down as they are hit. And uh, yeah, you guys all notice now. So just give me a second. You said it's 27 points of damage? Yeah. And uh, how big of a area does the fireball cover again? Like 30 feet? It's, yes. I believe, a 20-foot radius. Yeah, 20-foot <laughs> radius from the center. <laughs> Try and capture as many as possible. All right. Yeah, so um, you shoot it down the hallway. The lion's head comes out. You just hear people screaming and... <laughs> There are six bodies on the ground. <laughs> oh, those people. See, yeah. yeah. Then you see a uh, tall man standing there. Um, he looks humanoid-ish, um, and he's got a sword drawn. He's obviously pretty well singed, and <laughs> he, he says, uh, Demon from the upworld, why are you doing this? Honestly, uh, yeah. we're just trying to kill the little girl demon. <laughs> We just assumed you would attack us. I don't know what you're talking about, especially you. And he points his sword at, at uh, Hibonite. To come from one of you, I had heard tale of your kind throughout all of our history. But to actually meet one of you and see you're as evil as originally stated. Can I, I just... I, who... What do you think I am? Just so we're on the same page. You're one of the fire kindled. <laughs> and how exactly did you hear about the, the fire kindled? We came from the same plane, cousin. I am Earthborn. <gasps> oh, shit. 
What does this that is, mean? This is going to be super fucking awkward now. <laughs> so, if I hand myself over willingly, I need to kind of talk to you guys a lot. <laughs> what is going on? Um, let's I, just put it this way. If you, any of you raise a single hand to this man, I will just go all out, okay? I've done way worse than we could have bought. I could have, I've done something so bad. Worse than we usually do? Take what we usually do, times it by a thousand. Oh. Are, are, are these are they the people friends? you're looking for? You dare reforge a single one of them, I swear to damn Theos, Margarine. <laughs> I, I'm i not the one who just killed six men. <laughs> so is he a good guy or a bad don't, guy? Don't, don't kill him, He's a good him, guy, Gary. don't touch. I'm going to put my hands in the air. Do the others look real bad? Or are they dead oh, dead? Oh, they're dead. Yeah, dead dead. <laughs> Um, dead, dead. Yeah. I'm going to put my hands in the air, walk towards the guy saying I'll accept any punishment I am deserving of. <laughs> I'll Why put my hands up too. To that? Yeah. Uh, what is what going, is going on? on? <laughs> uh, I mean, take can us... the little girl come by or not? Is she on your side? Our side? I'm like kind of directing the question right. at the guy. Like, he's what? standing there smoldering and he comes up to Hibonite and he says... If you submit to our justice, we will allow your friend's passage. I submit. I will let you know about this girl. You must submit. Yeah, I, I submit. What if that means killing you? And he holds Bend out it. his hand for you to take it. Okay, I'll take his hand. And he says, you must submit to fate of Earth. Can't just, what is fate of Earth? <laughs> you will come to our city, and you and I will battle one-on-one to death. Does it have to be to death? I, I get I've done horrendous things here, but no, does death really solve anything more? <laughs> you seem very quick to use it on complete strangers. I, un- I understand. In their home world. I understand a fate. I understand the fate. Oh, God. Is it similar to a fate of flame? Tell me about the fate of flame. Do I have three dawns to accept? Three dawns? And the rise of the sun. You don't have a sun mm. down here. Yes, uh, we have a similar thing. Three cycles I, of water. Can I the have, rise and the fall. Can I come to your city? Before we have our duel, I need to speak to your elder. <clears throat> After I've spoken to your elder, I will make a full decision, but I must speak to him first. If you are not comfortable, I will come alone if it is required. For the rest of you, They will not raise a single hand to anyone. They will be the most, up, the most upholding guests you have ever seen. Yes, and I am a I'm a priest. I can help with your your debt. Can you bring them back, priest? I I cannot. That's beyond my ability. It's not that good of a priest yet. <laughs> He's kind of awkward, though. Um. All right. I know me. a guy who will do it for five hundred gold. It was six fifty. Six fifty. At a discount it's for me. Dang. It's gonna be eight hundred for you, but I can get it on a discount for you if you can bring her a couple days away. <laughs> Uh, All right. He says, follow me and lead you down a winding set of tunnels. Um, It would take a lot, a very high roll, if you will, for you guys to remember the way out without some kind of guidance. Mm. And Uh, yeah. Can I I have like maybe advantage since I'm used to tunnels and underground living? (laughs) If only one of us had keen Okay. Um, What's the roll? 
What are we? Huh? Oh, well, I, I was saying if you're going to um, try and leave on your own, if you want to try and remember it, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'd like to keep track for sure. Okay, give, go ahead. Just give me a, a good old intelligence roll. Okay, my best one. <laughs> Three. <laughs> I Man. think I would also okay. 11. Yeah, I don't want to get stuck down. Nine. <laughs> The best intelligence in that yeah. If Magnar was here, he remembers everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys all are pretty sure you know the way out. Nice. And <laughs> <laughs> Left. No, it's straight. No, it's right. So, and you keep going further and further south, or further and further down. Are, are does anyone want to say anything on this walk or not? Yeah, for sure. Um, the guy, uh, I, I'm very sorry for for what's happened. We were coming in here expecting a fight. Um, just yesterday, just a couple of hours ago, a, a she would be red skinned, small kind of sorceress might have come down here. I'm aware. Okay, so so she, she had just recently tried to kill us. So, and he looks at you with just some very cold eyes and says, Upworlder, I don't care. Uh, as you protect your clan, I was protecting those who I would treat as my clan. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't need help, it's just it's logic. I do not attack strangers with my clan. If you were on the hunt of a dangerous enemy and you had been attacked, would you not perceive a possible group hiding to be a possible threat? I could see a possible threat, of course. Yeah, but I would not it, unleash the lion-faced flames of hell. The, the, I don't, I don't, yeah. Fair if call. you are afraid of lions, that was my doing, not his. It wasn't the lions I was so concerned with. I didn't think so, but I just wanted to point that out. So he's not in as much trouble. <laughs> I don't think it helps at all. I d- not at all. But I, I thought I'd help try. All right, anything else? The downside to murder hoboism, folks. <laughs> <laughs> or a very long game upside. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good gracious. So how long would this take? Well, he's looking at three cycles of water. I'm going to translate it's... that to days. Sure, but um, is the girl down this way? I will let you know about the girl when it is time. Oh, okay, wonderful. You will know about the girl one way or the other, regardless of whether or not the fire kindled lives. Thank you. Ups and downs. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, if there's nothing else, can't nope. think of anything. <laughs> I, I got to see how this plays out. Uh, All right. He eventually leads you um, down into a very large cavern. Um, you see that there is a very, very clear le- lake um, down on the bottom. There seem to be waterfalls that are coming into it. Um, and it's just a, a pure mountain water. In the center of that is a large crystal shooting up, actually going so high it goes into the, the ceiling of the cavern and goes up above. All around you see there are different homes, uh, different dwellings. Not anything is ornate as what you are used to in Durnholm or what you guys would have known from being in Durnholm. Uh, much more common dwellings. You see many of the other uh, Earth Genasi, the Earthborn walking around. Um, it seems to be very much a warrior culture from what you can tell, since everyone is armed, everyone looks suspicious. It doesn't, there's no merrymaking uh, really being had in the area. Everything seems fairly uniform. Um, he leads you through this to a large, I guess, a large stone structure. And in there, you see five people sitting around, five Genasi. 
and he says, Council, I have found one of the fire kindled. It is as legend has said. We thought they were extinct, but they are not. They are a vicious and violent people. There is no question of this. And one, an older, older man, looks at you, Hibonite, and says, Tell me, son, where is it you hail from? I hail from the, the mountain that my people have always lived on. My father made contact with your tribe during his pilgrimage years ago. You shouldn't think we're extinct. We have had no contact with the fire kindled. How long has, have you ever, since you last had contact with my people? Since the Great War. D just for Ryan, Alex, how long ago was that? You don't know, because you don't know what they're talking about. Just, okay. Hmm. I was told by my father, the leader of the Fire Kindled Obsidian, to seek out our sister tribes, to gain knowledge and to increase our own, to strengthen our relationships as we always had in the past. I know my crimes have been committed, and I'm going to drop to my knees, bow my head to the floor. I accept my fate. I only wish for it to not taint my clan. We are not violent people. We are merry, we are joyous, and we enjoy life, and all we seek is the happiness of all. My actions are unforgivable, and I will accept the fate of Earth. Go ahead and give me a persuasion roll. 16. Okay. Better. The old man nods his head. says, You do seem genuine in what you say, though I do not know this obsidian you speak of. When was it that he was here? He would have come during his pilgrimage, so that would be... i trying to remember his age now. 30, 40 years ago? And they all kind of look at each other and laugh. <laughs> no, no, not for many generations. Have you had any contact with our other sister tribes? No. Until you walked in, we thought we were the last. Well, I bring some news. Our sisters of the air are not dead. They have a city in a different border. I met one of them on our travels. My companions can attest to this. She, she absolutely loved me. <laughs> <laughs> she had a certain repertoire with you, yes. And they all kind of... They, they look at uh, Uzalara the and word. then just very dismissively, their eyes are all super cold and they just kind of dismissively pretend like you didn't say anything and then look back to Hibonite. <laughs> so you accept your fate of Earth? I accept my fate of Earth. I simply ask for one rest before our fall. You will have it. I would, I would rather not to the death. I accept my death if it is needed to. I will not kill your man. You would take his honor away? I will take his honor. I will give him his life. There has been enough death in this situation already. One more death should not be added to the count. Yes. Well, we will think on that. You will sit with us, and we will discuss many things. Tem, and he motions to the soldier who led you all, will set up accommodations for these other things. And tomorrow... Thank you, for, thank you for your generosity to my companion. Yes, of course. And we'll call the episode there. <laughs> Those guys are a bunch of dicks. Thanks for listening to episode 55 of Beholder's Eye. Good guys. I hope you all had as much fun with this episode as we did. I know I'm personally really enjoying the storyline because I have genuinely no idea where it's going. The characters are acting different. It's, it's, I'm along for the ride and it's a blast. Big news, we are launching our Patreon today. We have some awesome stuff for you guys, including original miniatures from the show, original artwork, and if we hit our first goal, we will finally release a map of the Great Isle. I know a lot of you have been asking for it. So you want to see it? This is the way to do it. Sign up today. Get cool shit. The link is on our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com or Twitter, BeholdersEyePod, and all the other social stuff out there. So check it out. Sign up. 
If you enjoy what we do, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. That's the biggest market for podcasts, especially for the little guys like us. Uh, the more reviews we get, the more visibility we get, and the more cool shit we can do. So please help us out. Thanks to everyone who has so far. You can follow Ryan, who plays Hibonite at Duff Duff the Third. Ben, who plays Garen at Miro4D2. Kim who plays Lara at Mets Girl, and Sam who plays Margraine at Samslot007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. All music by Incompetech. Lost Time, Air Prelude, Ritual, Oppressive Gloom, Ossuary 5, Rest, Unseen Horrors, Satiate Strings, Ossuary 6, Air, Curse of the Scarab and Our Journey Begins all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licenses under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 licenses. CreativeCommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash buy forward slash 3.0. Also in effect by Zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details.